Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Harriet and I will be your reader this Sunday, the 31st of December or the 19th of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. We have a new week and a new parasha or portion from the Torah this week is called Shmot or Names. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Exodus chapter 1 verse 1 through verse 17. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in thanking and blessing the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Now these are the names of Bnei Israel who came into Mitzrayim with Yaakov, each man with his family, Ruven, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda, Issachar, Tzvulun, and Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. The souls that came out of the line of Yaakov numbered 70 in all, while Yosef was already in Mitzrayim. Then Yosef died, as did all his brothers and all that generation. Yet Bnei Israel were fruitful, increased abundantly, multiplied and grew extremely numerous, so the land was filled with them. Now there arose a new king over Mitzrayim, who did not know Yosef. He said to his people, Look, the people of Bnei Israel are too numerous and too powerful for us. Come, we must deal shrewdly with them, or else they will grow even more numerous, so that if war breaks out, they may join our enemies, fight against us, and then escape from the land. So they set slave masters over them to afflict them with forced labor, and they built Pitom and Ramses as storage cities for Paro. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied, and the more they spread. So the Egyptians dreaded the presence of Bnei Israel. They worked them harshly and made their lives bitter with hard labor, with mortar and brick, doing all sorts of work in the fields. In all their labors, they worked them with cruelty. Moreover, the king of Mitzrayim spoke to the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was named 
Shifra and the other Pua, and said, When you help the Hebrew women during childbirth, look at the sex. If it is a son, then kill him, but if it is a daughter, she may live. Yet the midwives feared God, so they did not do as the king of Mitzrayim commanded them, but let the boys live. That was Exodus, or Shemot 1, 1 through 17. Now from the prophets we will read 2 Samuel chapter 6. Now David again gathered all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000. Then David and all the people who were with him arose and set out from Baale Yehuda to bring up from there the Ark of God, which is called by the name, the very name of the Lord Svaot, who is enthroned between the Kruvim. So they loaded the Ark of God on a new cart and carried it out of the house of Aminadav that was on the hill. Uzzah and Ahihu, Avinadav's sons, drove the new cart as they brought it from the house of Aminadav, which was on the hill, with the Ark of God, and Ahio was walking in front of the Ark. Meanwhile, David and the whole house of Israel were celebrating before the Lord with all kinds of instruments made of cypress wood, with harps, lyres, tambourines, three-stringed instruments, and cymbals. But when they reached the threshing floor of Nahon, Uzzah reached out to the Ark of God and grasped it, for the oxen had stumbled. Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah. God struck him down there for his irreverence, so that he died there beside the Ark of God. David was upset because of the Lord's outburst against Uzzah. That place is called Peretz Uzzah to this day. So David was frightened of the Lord that day. Then he said, How can the ark of the Lord come to me? David was unwilling to move the ark of the Lord to him, to the city of David. Instead, David diverted it to the house of Oved-Edom, the Gittite. So the ark of the Lord remained in the house of Oved-Edom, the Gittite, three months. Meanwhile, the Lord blessed Oved-Edom and his entire household. Then it was reported to King David, saying, The Lord has blessed the house of Oved-Edom and all that belongs to him because of the Ark of God. So David went and brought the Ark of God up from the house of Oved-Edom to the city of David with joy. Now when the bearers of the Ark of the Lord had gone six paces, he sacrificed an ox and a fatling. Meanwhile, David was dancing before the Lord with all his might while he was wearing a linen ephod. So David and the entire house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of shofar. But as the ark of the Lord entered the city of David, Shaul's daughter Michal looked out of the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, so she despised him in her heart. They brought in the ark of the Lord and set it in its place in the midst of the tent that David had pitched for it. Then David offered burnt offerings and fellowship offerings before the Lord. 
When David had finished offering the burnt offering and fellowship offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord Svaot. Then he distributed to all the people, to the whole multitude of Israel, men and women alike, to everyone a loaf of bread, a cake made in a pan, and a raisin cake. Then all the people departed, each to his home. David returned to bless his own household. But Shaul's daughter, Michal, came out to meet David and said, How the king of Israel distinguished himself today when he uncovered himself today in the eyes of the slave girls of his subjects, as any vulgar fellow would shamelessly uncover himself. It was before the Lord, David said to Michal, who chose me instead of your father and all his household, appointed me ruler over the people of the Lord, over Israel. So I danced before the Lord, and will dishonor myself even more than this, and will be low in my own eyes. Yet in the eyes of the slave girls whom you mentioned, I will be honored. So Shaul's daughter Michal had no children to the day of her death. That was Second Shmuel chapter 6. Now we have come to our portion from the writings, and we will read Psalm 74. Uncontemplative Song of Asaph Why have you cast us off forever, O God? Why does your anger smolder against the flock of your pasture? Remember your congregation, which you purchased of old. Remember as the tribe of your inheritance and Mount Zion, where you dwelt. Lift your steps toward the perpetual ruins. An enemy has done all evil to the sanctuary. Your adversaries have roared in the midst of your meeting place. They have set up their standards as signs. It seemed like bringing up axes into a thicket of trees, and now all its carved work they smash with hatchet and hammers. They set your sanctuary on fire, burning it to the ground. They defiled the dwelling place of your name. They said in their hearts, let us crush them totally. They burnt down all the meeting places of God in the land. We do not see our signs. No longer is there any prophet, and no one among us knows how long. How long, O oh God, will the adversary mock? Will the enemy revile your name forever? Why do you hold back your hand, your right hand? Draw it out of your bosom and consume them. Yet God is my king of old working salvation in the midst of the land. You split the sea with your power. You smashed the monsters' heads in the waters. You crushed the heads of the Leviathan, giving him as food to the desert dwellers. You opened up spring and brook. You dried up ever-flowing rivers. The day is yours, the night also is yours. You provided moon and sun, you set all the borders of earth. You made summer and winter. Remember how the enemy mocked, Lord, and how foolish people despised your name. Do not deliver your turtle dove's soul to the wild beast. Do not forget the life of your afflicted ones forever. Look upon the covenant, for haunts of violence fill the dark places of earth.
Do not let the oppressed turn back in shame, but let the poor and needy praise your name. Rise up, O God, and defend your cause. Remember how the fool mocks you all day. Do not forget the noise of your foes, the uproar of those rising up against you, ascending continually. That was Psalm or Telim 74. And now our last portion of scripture from the Apostolic Writings. We will read Luke chapter 5. It happened that the crowds were pressing upon Yeshua to hear the word of God as he was standing by the lake of Kinneret, when he saw two boats standing beside the lake. Now the fishermen had left them and were washing the nets. Getting into one of the boats, Shimon's boat, Yeshua asked him to push out a ways from the land. Then sitting down, he taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Shimon, Go out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Shimon replied, Master, we've worked hard all night and caught nothing, but at your word I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. They came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. But when Shimon Kepha saw this, he fell down at Yeshua's knees, saying, Go away from me, Master, for I am a sinful man. For amazement had gripped him and all who were with him over the catch of fish they had netted. So also Yaakov and Yohanan, Savdai's sons, who were partners with Shimon, but Yeshua said to Shimon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching men. So when they had brought the boats to the landing, they left everything and followed him. Now, while Yeshua was in one of the towns, a man covered with sarat appeared. And when he saw Yeshua, he fell on his face and begged him, saying, Master, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Yeshua stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately the Tsarath left him. Yeshua ordered him to tell no one, but commanded him, Go and show yourself to the Kohen. Then bring an offering for your cleansing, just as Moshe commanded, as a testimony to them. But the news about Yeshua was spreading all the more, and many crowds were coming together to hear and to be healed of their diseases. Yet he would often slip away into the wilderness and pray. Now on one of those days Yeshua was teaching. Pharisees and Torah scholars were sitting there who had come from every village of the Galil and Yehuda, as well as from Jerusalem. And the Lord's power to heal was in him. And behold, men were carrying a paralyzed man on a stretcher, trying to bring him in and place him before Yeshua. But when they found no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his stretcher through the tiles, right in the middle before Yeshua. When he saw their faith, he said, Man, man, 
your sins are forgiven. Then the Torah scholars and the Pharisees began to question, saying, Who is this fellow speaking blasphemies? Who can pardon sins but God alone? Yeshua, knowing their thoughts, replied to them, Why are you raising questions in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Get up and walk? But so you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to pardon sins. He said to the paralyzed one, I tell you, get up and take your cot and go home. Immediately he got up before them, picked up what he had been lying on, and went home, glorifying God. Astonishment took hold of them, and they glorified God, and all were filled with awe, saying, We've seen incredible things today. After these things, Yeshua went out and observed a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax booth. He said to him, Follow me. And leaving everything, he got up and followed him. Levi made a great banquet for Yeshua at his house, and there was a large crowd of tax collectors and others who were reclining with them. The Pharisees and their Torah scholars began murmuring to his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? And Yeshua answered and said to them, Those who are healthy have no need for a doctor, but those who are sick do. I did not come to call the righteous, but the sinful to repentance. But they said to him, Yohanan's disciples often fast and offer prayers, as do the disciples of the Pharisees. But your disciples are eating and drinking. But Yeshua said to them, You cannot make the guests of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them, can you? But the days will come, and when the bridegroom is taken away from them, then they will fast in those days. Now he was also telling them a parable. No one tears a patch from a new garment to use it on an old garment. Otherwise he will rip the new, and the patch from the new will not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise the new wine will burst the skins, it will be spilled out, and the skins will be destroyed. But new wine must be put into fresh wineskins. No man who drinks old wine wants new, because he says the old is fine. That was Luke chapter 5, and that concludes the reading of scriptures for today. However, if you are reading through the New Testament or the Apostolic Writings twice this year, we would also read Galatians chapter 2 today. We have um, a double track for this part of the scriptures so that if you want to and you have time, you could read or listen to the Gospels at the same time as you also follow in the epistles. So um, uh, let me also mention that the scripture or Bible translation we're following is called Tree of Life Version, the TLV version, and we appreciate their uh, them letting us use this to read to you all. For now, this has been Harriet 
with daily bread for busy moms. Shalom, Shavua Tov, until next time. Thank you.